much, Frank. And welcome. Welcome. Because I am Ange. And with no holds barred, I will always be Frank. <laughs> thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. For those of you who are, who are new to me, welcome. For those of you who are returning, welcome back to the Ange Frank Podcast Show. Okay. Welcome back, guys. So, as you know, today's hot topic, well, it's pretty much been trending like all week, actually. And um, it's really trending hard today. And uh, you know that hot topic is, let me see why I'm on red here to see why I'm, am I too close or what's up? Because we got to get this thing recorded. Okay, so it's a hot topic today. And it is the song called Cater to You by Destiny's, Destiny's Child. That's one of my favorite groups. I love Destiny's Child, like all versions of them, actually. I love them all. Um, but this particular song cater to you is trending very hard today um, because it's on the chopping block you have to understand right now we're in 2021 uh, this song was out uh, I think in like 2004-2005 and when it was out you know we didn't have certain terms that are being used now called uh, specifically called pick me let me tell you what a pick me is. Uh, the reason why it's on the chopping block is because it's a song. Obviously, the the title shit tells everything. It's the story right there. Cater to you. And considering the fact that there are three women stating, you know, that they're going to cater to this their man or this man, uh, you know, that's a problem today because it's such a battle of the sexes going on. Um, out here in the world of social media and we'll get to that later but you know so people are having a problem with the lyrical content of it and just how the song itself is basically about laying out the red carpet for a man and of course a lot of women aren't feeling that today you know because there are some things going on which we'll talk about later but you know we're going to get to the top and the bottom of the lyrics to cater to you. <clears throat> and I am also going to mention where I think we, we, there are two lines in there that we missed. Because if you listen to the song, it's just going to go over your head. And if you're listening to all this, this, this catering that Beyonce and Kelly and Michelle are doing, you're like, what the hell? What did he do to deserve all this catering? But I'm going to get to it. I found the two lines in the lyrics of the song. And it happened so fast, we it, we just didn't catch it. But I'm going to get to the bottom and the top of this. Because I'm going to tell you what I thought about this song. <clears throat> and when I say... Okay. If you go to the video of this song. I, I say this, this shit is biblical. I, I'm not going to argue with these three beautiful women about catering to this man you know what I mean because they they say it sing it with such conviction that 
I'm going to play certain snippets of it. I'm going to play specifically their performance at the BET Awards. Uh, I think this was in 2004, 2005, and especially uh, uh, that Kelly. I mean, because when she says her part, I mean, she throws her shoulders up there. I mean, beyond, I mean, they are really, I'm not going to, it's, it's not up for debate the way that they were singing this song. You know what I mean? So when I say that, <clears throat> I'm saying like, hey, I, I'm with Okay, until I get to the end of this recording and I'll explain to you how things changed and what the revolt is about how can you make lyrics about catering to a man so hard and we're going to get to that later. But see, initially, let me tell you what this is about. You know, if you look at the actual video, it's, it's deeper than what we what we just are arguing about or, or the fact that it's trending. Um the unpopular opinion about it today, I should say. So, to me, this shit is biblical. Let me tell you something. If you go to the actual video for the song, Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle are so beautiful. And they're like sitting like on this mountain or something. You know what I mean? And they're, they're just sitting there and they're shoulder to shoulder. And it just and Beyonce comes in. Let me let you hear it, that part. The way Beyonce comes in, she comes in like it's a fucking seance. She's like singing like it's a, she's putting a spell. I mean, it's spellbounding. The, the way she comes. And it's like, and the music goes. I mean, it's like, it's like it'll put a spell on you. <laughs> now listen. Now see, let me tell you why I think it's biblical though, before I play that part. If you like me like the movie that comes on every year I've watched it since I was a kid and it's called the Ten Commandments and the Ten Commandments okay for those who don't know I mean uh, the main character of course is Moses and I'm not going to get into all that but the bottom line is in the Ten Commandments you know Moses finds out that he's Hebrew so he decides to be his damn self so you know it's a lot going on down here in Egypt you know everybody's down here you know whoremonging and worshiping gold and shit and he's like look I have found the Lord I know that he's there is a God and I'm gonna you know they uh the pharaoh when they sent his ass uh up to travel up to the mountain they thought he was just gonna die but he found when he got to this mountain he found this these girls called the shepherd girls and when you look at the video the actual video for cater to you if you're looking at michelle and kelly and beyonce in the beginning of the video they look just like shepherd girls you know, so if you go to the movie, The Ten Commandments, the one with Charlton Heston as the main character and Yul Brenner, <clears throat> if you go to that one and you get to the part where Moses, you know, does this traveling up this mountain, he meets these shepherd girls and shit. So let me explain to you what a shepherd girl is, okay? Which reminds you of Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle in the beginning of this cater to you actual video version of the song. Okay, so. Shepherd girls are just some little dusty girls, you know, they, they're, they're, they're poor, you know, they work hard, but they cater to their men, okay? And so what happens is when Moses reaches the top of this mountain, you know, he's tired, you know, he's, he's, he's thirsty, he's dirty, 
you know, and so the shepherd girl's over there working in the in the field somewhere, and they smell a man. She's like, well, what's going on over here? It's like it's a man over here. So they found Moses. And so when Moses is there, he's tired. They, you know, warning him down and rubbing him down. Like, hey, you know, let's, you know, give him. They gave him some dates to eat. to give him some energy. You know, he doing what he got to do. He waking up like, you know, damn, these little dusty, beautiful bitches, you know. They was just up here beautiful. But they weren't as clean as, as Nefertiri, which was his woman down in the other part of the land. You know, understand it was riches down there kings and pharaohs and shit and you know moses was at first he what was moses uh, uh he was a prince he was going to be a prince i believe and then when they found out he was hebrew they like get your ass out of here and you know you're nobody you're a dusty hebrew get out of here and go be dusty but going to be dusty he found the lord so um when they when the pharaoh found out that moses was hebrew you know he, he got up here and he found these shepherd girls you know they like he so he's in a new life but he's up here on a mission to find the lord to show these people that there is a god like i said so he's up here with these little dusty girls and these little dusty girls are just taking care of him you know and you know so he's he has a new life here he eventually makes a kid with one of the girls and her name is in in the movie is sephira and so, uh, you know, Sepharvathan, you know, talks about talks to Moses about his beautiful porcelain-skinned woman Nefertiri down here in Egypt. You know, with her beautiful self, and she's rich. She, you know, gets her toes done, and she's all she gets fanned and cleaned, and she can pay somebody to wash her ass if she wants to. You know, it doesn't. She's she's a queen down there. So basically, you know, she's in a different lifestyle, and Moses is like, yeah, you know, I came from that, but I'm up here to find the Lord, and on on the way to find the Lord, I found you. A little dirty little something and you beautiful and your sisters your cousin and your neighborhood girls you know y'all took care of me you catered to me you know and they catered to him and and and, and Sephora did but this is the part that reminded me of Beyonce Kelly and Michelle being shepherd girls because in the Ten Commandments Sephora was rapping to his ass and this is what she told him I got the script up right here they were talking about Nefertiri, okay? Now, see, the only quality that the shepherd girls had was that they knew how to cater to their man, okay? Um, whereas Nefertiri was rich, and all she had to do was be beautiful. And she loved Moses. Oh, Moses, don't leave me. Oh, Moses. She was crazy about Moses, if you know the Ten Commandments that I'm speaking of. So, in the script, the shepherd girl is having a conversation with Moses about Nefertiri and she, you know he, he says she was beautiful as a jewel and then she says a jewel has brilliant fire but it gives no warmth she's rapping to Moses like I'm going to tell you what my qualities are as compared to what this woman down here in your rich land can do for you she says a jewel has brilliant fire but it gives no warmth because he said she was beautiful as a jewel and this is Sephira, the shepherd girl, rapping to Moses. And this is, you got to understand, this cater to you is a little bit like this. So I'm not going to argue with what's biblical. So I'm going to stick with Beyonce and them, uh, in, at least in the beginning, until I get to the part where everything changed down here in our world in 2021, when the Internet made its presence into our world. And Battle of the Sexes happened. And then... What are you doing talking about cater? You want to cater to these fools? You got it cutting up on the internet? So we'll get to that later. Anyhow, so when Moses told Sephora, the shepherd, shepherd girl, he said she was beautiful as a jewel. 
And the sufferer says, uh, yeah, a jewel has brilliant fire, but it gives no warmth. Our hands are not so soft, but they can serve. Understand that line there. Sufferer says, our hands are not soft, but they can serve. She says, our bodies are not so white. Because you have to understand the shepherd girls, not only were they a little dusty, but they were kind of tanned from being out in the sun working. And, you know, just working women, you know. And she said, our bodies are not so white, but they are strong. Our lips are not so perfumed, but they speak the truth. Love is not an art to us. It is life to us. We are not dressed in gold and fine linen. Strength and honor are our clothing. Just like cater to you, the lyrics of it. We're going to get to that. Our tents are not columned halls of Egypt, like where Moses comes from. But our children play happily before them. We can offer you little, but we offer all we have. You see what I'm saying? You see how she caters to her man? You get that? You see, you see what I'm saying? Stay with me. And then she, and then, and then, and then she says, I have not little, Sephora. I have nothing. Okay, nothing from some is more than gold from others. You would feel the emptiness of my heart. I could never feel all of it, Moses. But I shall not be a jealous memory. May the gods bless you as you go join them in the land of the dead. The old windbag. What an internal fuss. <laughs> so, Sephir was telling him, like, when you go back down to yellow land you know with uh, Nefertiri and her beautiful porcelain white clean skin from my dusty ass we cater to our man up here okay so that's my plus now you know you're gonna go down there and you're gonna do what you gotta do with her that by this time Moses had made a child with the, uh, the shepherd girl so when I look at Destiny's child in that video they remind me of shepherd girl and the lyrics to the song is everything from this scene that I just read to you. So, listen to Beyonce the way she is sending out this 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 melody with her voice, and then the the trinkling of the lyrics in the beginning of the song. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, it sets the scene for the lyrics that that's got all of our heads busted today. But let me play that clip of Beyonce and how she delivers this, and and that music comes in. Listen. Here goes. <laughs> and so, when you go to that video, that's the actual video version of the song. And it's really a mountain. That's what I'm telling you. Like I told you in the beginning of this, of this podcast, they're sitting there like shepherd girls. And it's like, wow. And then there's this mountain. And I said, this, this is a whole ass biblical shepherd girl scene of shepherd girls explaining to, explaining to you how they cater to their man. Okay? So you get you get everything in the city. You get the correlation there. So that's why I said I'm, I'm, I'm not going to argue with these beautiful girls singing this song. Okay? Because that's what's up. They said, look, this is, this is what we do for our man. We going to cater to our man. So... Right now on the internet, everybody's kind of in an uproar about it, but you have to understand, okay, when Beyonce does her first verse, um, I have to think about how this goes because, you know, I can't play uh, music on a lot of these, you know, these podcasts because they'll 
pause your video and not let people hear it or whatever. So I got to be careful. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to preface what I'm about to say because we are dissecting a song. And when she, uh, we're talking about the lyrics of a song. So if this recording is being listened to, please don't cancel me out. I do not own the rights to the lyrics or the music that I am playing in snippets. So when Beyonce comes in after she does her seance and, and then she puts the spell on us out here that I just played you. She says, baby, I see you working hard. I want to let you know that I'm proud. Let you know that I admire what you do. The more, if I need to reassure you, reassure you, my life will be purposeless without you. Now, here's the part that we missed. That we missed. Now, this is the only, let's say, I'll say the uh, segue that we're going to get in this song where this motherfucker deserves all this catering. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of catering because these lyrics are like, oh my God, she's getting creep of weed. She's cooking eggs and bacon. She's clipping toenails. She's fucking pulling back wave caps and cufflinks and, you know, sneakers and shit and pedicures and uh, shit. She rolling out carpet. She's wiping ass. I mean, she's doing everything in this video. I mean, the lyrics to this song. So, it's so much in here. Like, what what did he do to deserve all this catering? And here are the only two lines that we get. But we didn't hear it. Are you ready? Her next line was, if I want it, I got it. When I ask you, you provide it. Those are the only two lyrics the lines in the song that we get to let us know why this man gets all this catering. Okay? We missed that, y'all. We missed that. I'm going to repeat those two lines. If I want it, I got it. When I ask you, you provide it. That's, not, that's all we get. Okay? The rest of this is about him. So if the song is called Cater to You... She's catering to her man because he is obviously doing a lot. It's, I mean, he's on double duty. He's, he's a street dude. I mean, she said he had a do-rag. She's going to talk about put his do-rag on. And then she talking about cufflinks, too. So either he is working the boardroom and he's out here working the streets, too. So she got her man on double duty. So she like, look, he does it all. This is a man that can wear a Superman outfit and he can go and crack that motherfucker and run up in the Daily Planet and run shit with his cufflinks. So... I got me a man and I'm going to cater to. And I don't care fuck what y'all saying. So I'm going to ride with them with the lyrics of this song. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not going to argue with it because it's biblical. Like I said, you, can, you can't argue with me. I told you everything I just said. Listen to it. We're going to cross that out. So then here comes Kelly. I'm going to play her snippet. Now, if you go back to the BET Awards, um, I believe this was in 2004 or 5. They performed this the, the, the song at the BET Awards. And when they performed this song, you know, it was Magic Johnson, Nelly, and I think Terrence Howard. They pulled them on stage. You remember that performance? It was excellent. They were beautiful. They had all these, like, really burnt orange or burnt brownish colored, like, body suit body dresses and i mean they were just laid out they were just beautiful that night and they they got on stage and they performed this song okay so <laughs> kelly the way she i mean she was snapping and everything i mean oh my god i'm gonna put the video onto my uh blog when i post this podcast on there and you're gonna see it for yourself but let me go over here to kelly because i think i said it right for her she's at the two minute and thirty second 
of the video. This is what Kelly pops in. Hold on, let me go over here. Let's get her. Kelly comes in here and she lets you motherfuckers know. Look. Here it goes. When she said, you when you tap my shoulder, I roll over. I'm here to serve you. I mean, so think about that. And when she says that, when I play this clip, when she says that she she throws her neck like what? Okay, what? Who got something to say? Now I said when he when he taps my shoulder, I'm just gonna roll over and just fuck. I'm just gonna open my legs. I ain't even gonna say nothing. I'm just gonna he gonna come in at three o'clock in the morning. I don't care. As long as he make it, he's he makes it home. He gonna tap me on my shoulder. I'm just gonna roll over and just say, here, baby. Climb up on top of me and do your business. I'm not going to fight you. I cater to you. She's a shepherd girl. She's like, look, I cater to my man. So listen to Kelly when she sings this. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna let you see the video and how she sings it. And you're going to watch her face and how she says it. I mean, she means that shit. I ain't arguing with these girls about this song. Y'all blew it hell. Listen. Did you hear that? When you tap me on my shoulder. Let's hit that again. Shit. I, I ain't arguing with this girl. Now, did you hear that? When she said, when you tap me on my shoulder, I roll over. So, when you see the video, when you see how she said that, I ain't arguing with this girl. She, she meant that. I ain't arguing with nothing. So, I'm going to mark that off the list here. Kelly said what she said. She did what had to be done. She said what she said. I'm not arguing with that. Okay? Let's mark that off the list here. So... We're going to get now down to where Michelle is. Now, Michelle wasn't as expressive. She sang her song beautifully. But Michelle says something in the lyrics of the song that uh, cannot be messed with. You ever heard the line out of, if you if you ever listened to, and this is, this is what's beautiful about this. I think Rodney Jerkins did this song, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to have to look it up. Um, the lyrics to the song... There is only one song that has a line like what Michelle said in her in her part here. There was a song by Stevie Wonder called As, A-S. And in the line he says, um, and when mother's when Mother Nature's uh, work is through, and then he goes into it and he says, Until you are me and I am you. And I ain't that loving you. There's a, that line of that song, like the whole song to that CV one. I don't want to play the snippet because I, I go into a tangent when I'm listening to CV Wonder. But if you go listen to the song as, it's just beautiful lyrically. I mean, from top to bottom. But that one particular part, he says until and, and until Mother Nature says her work is through. And he says until you are me and I am you. Now ain't that loving you? So basically, he's saying shit. So I mean. It's, it, I'm going and until you are me and I am you, then 
it's like it's gonna be what it is between us, okay? So I love you. <laughs> and it ain't gonna never be no you or me and I am you, but if I love you, we just gonna be one. Okay, so that's what Stephen Wonder saying in that line of his song. And then Michelle, she says this in the lyric of her song. Where is that part? Let's get down here to Michelle. I was like, wow, that's kind of like a Stevie Wonder lyric. I can get with that, you know. So I, I'm not going to argue with that. Here it is down here. I'm going to cater to you, darkness, of baby slippers. Da, da, da. Okay. Michelle says, so much of me is you. So much of me is you. So that's the same thing Stevie Wonder is saying. Until the day that you are me and I am you. So I mean like. Uh, then after that she says. I want to get to my man. And she does her thing. So I mean she. she, she I mean I don't want to read all of the lyrics. Because I don't want my video to be. Blacked out. But you got to understand. So I, I, you know I'm not going to argue with Michelle. I'm not going to argue with these girls on that. So when we get down here to uh, Beyonce's part, she goes Texas on us. She goes like really, you know, she, well, uh, my, my, my daddy say, I mean, what my mama say, daddy say. <laughs> she just goes off in the song, on the video, and as well as on this BET performance. I'm going to let you hear her, how she goes off. I mean like AWF. <laughs> okay. Hold on. It's at probably the Fifth minute and fortieth second, I believe. Check her out. She just went off, and I, and I said, "Wow, the way they are singing the song, it's just all of them, all three of them. It's just." Hold on. She stood up and rolled her arms like what? Okay. Now see, Kelly and Beyonce was rolling their arms, rolling their neck. You know, and, and Michelle sang her shit. She just sang her shit. You know, she's just concentrating and singing. But she said some a powerful one-liner in that song. That's really real. Like I said, it was that Stevie Wonder feel. Beyonce and Kelly, they did a couple of head snaps and finger snaps and shoulder rolls and everything. Like what? What are y'all talking about? We are going to cater to our man. So I'm not going to argue with them in that regard. But let's talk about the problem with it. So, fast. This is all old, okay? You have to understand. Let's get to the serious part. In 2004 and 2005, when this song was out, keep in mind, you got to take your mind back to where we were then. You know, like... Nobody had a problem with this song back then. It was just, wow, you know, Kelly, Michelle, and Beyonce doing their damn thing. You know, they sound good as hell. They look good. And psh, we was just, we were vibing to this. Nobody had a problem with it. The word pick me wasn't out then. So I don't think I elaborated at the beginning of what pick me is. I think I did. I don't know. But I'll just re uh, reiterate a little bit. The word pick me is a new thing out in 2021. Um, and it's about, you know, if you are a female, a woman that is catering to a man in any way, whether you are writing a love letter, rubbing his toes and 
fixing this do-rag and cooking eggs and bacon and clipping toenails and shit, then that makes you a pygmy. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay. But everything is not so blanket. Some men do deserve to be catered to. But let the internet tell it fucking hell. Okay, we got this fool out here that's a self-proclaimed uh, relationship guru where he's telling these guys this XYZ thing. And a lot of things right now, a lot of women are not very happy with the state of minds that men have today. And a lot of men feel that way about women too. So let's 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 try and, and, and get into that. So fast forward, you know, this song, like I said, was in 2004, 2005. And right now we're in a different frame of, of mind and everything. Because you have to think, 2004 and 2005, I think Facebook was just allowing people that weren't in college into its platform. So Facebook was still kind of like forming and, you know, and, and shit by the we really started getting into Facebook probably like 2008, maybe 2009. So it's like we were still just kind of like women here, men here, the world here. We were just kind of like, hey, world. Oh, so I can talk to somebody over in this region and somebody over in this region can talk. You know, we were just chilling, you know. So then all of a sudden, you know, Twitter was coming through and then and, and, and then eventually Instagram came through and then 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 you you know you got women who started you know doing their girl thing and they're still calling themselves baddie got them some eyelashes and got them a fucking weave down to the eyebrows and said fuck it I'm a bad bitch you know I don't need to play with these fools you know I'm beautiful now so and then guys really started having a problem I think somewhere along the line in the internet this battle of the sexist thing it started happening when Women started to take, I don't want to say their sexuality because, you know, I don't want to get into that. Women started to take their own, I don't even want to say femininity. Women started to take their own persons into their own hands and discovering their own purposes. And um, you have to understand, like I talked about in a couple of uh, podcasts back, I think I've mentioned it on probably the last three podcasts because I had to go over that subject and I said in the podcast we're going to talk about that a lot <clears throat> you have to understand once upon a time um, when men did rule the world in such a way before the women's live movement women did sit at home and cook and, and clip toenails and shit all day and then when women like I said around uh, the 70s and 80s when that you know it's a good commercial that I talk about that you can look at as an explanation of as a as a good <clears throat> um, uh, depiction of what I'm talking about if you go to the internet and look up into this uh, Anjali commercial I can bring on the bacon Anjali fry it up in the pan and never 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 let you forget you a man cause I'm the woman Anjali it's a it's a perfume commercial Okay, I'm going to be looking that up while I'm talking. So what happens in this commercial is um, that's kind of like a, a depiction of how the world started to change. Anjali, I don't know how to spell it. Um, bring home the bacon. So bring home the bacon fried up in a pan. Okay, good. Okay. <clears throat> so you have to type in bring home the bacon fried up in a pan. There she goes. Anjali, E-N-J-O-L-A. Okay, oh, these commercials. Oh God, oh gosh, uh, they just annoy me. Hold on. So, what happens is, what happened is, let me get skip ahead, get rid of that. Bye. Okay, she's spraying perfume. Here she goes. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so in this commercial, she has like on just some regular shabby ass clothes and then she goes to work. So you have to understand like back then our parents were going through this, uh, you know, our baby booming parents were, you know, we went through this free love thing and then they went to this thing where, you know, they were just serving men and all of a sudden when the women's live movement started and women started gaining their independence like shit i can go to work too now look i can come home and i can cook for your ass but i'm gonna go to work and make my own money okay quit fucking with me i'm gonna shit out these kids and you know we're gonna get a babysitter i'm not gonna sit at home i'm gonna go get a job okay so leave me alone i'm gonna i can have these babies and you know i can go back to work and i can get my own bank account so men started going oh wait a minute you're supposed to be at home cooking. I'm supposed to, you're supposed to be my baby making machine. And I'm supposed to come home and they're supposed to be ready. And women started saying, hell no. I'm going to work. I'm getting my own money. You can get my ass. So when that started happening, men started going like, hold on. And so the women's live movement started. And women started gaining their independence. So uh, fast forward. A form of that kind of happened when the internet started too. So it took it up to another level because... Not only were we already living this existence that began in the 80s when the women's lead movement took off. When the internet started and the world started colliding and we started meeting each other from all regions sitting in one auditorium and able to look at each other and say, Hey, how you doing? Where you live? Oh, I'm in California. Oh, where you? I'm over in Africa. Oh, where are you? I'm over in Jamaica. So when we started like clashing and being able to see each other, you know, something happened, you know. And it's like, um... Uh, Women stepped up their game in a different way. And when they stepped up their game a little higher than back in the 80s with the, like this woman in this Anjali commercial. She had on like some ugly ass clothes and then now she got on a work suit and her little briefcase and shit and her little 70s hair and shit. You know, so when women started stepping up their game on the internet, it's like men sort of going like, hold up, you know. And so women just kind of went there with it. And so you got to understand when men... um. Whether it was back then or even back then when I say the 80s, uh, women's lived during a time when they started experiencing that kind of revolt that women started wanting to do their own thing. You know, men start to feel powerless, you know, because the world has told us all that a man runs the uh, a man runs the household. You know, he is the man of the house and a woman's supposed to be there supporting and cooking and cleaning and having those babies and waiting on him to get home and helping him get together, mend those fucking socks when he has a hole in it and all kind of shit. So when women started saying, no, I'm not doing that, honey. I have to work too. So we'll meet after five together. Men started saying, hell, what? You know, they started feeling useless. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You're supposed to be here serving me, catering to me. You know? So when that's kind of things started happening when women started saying hell no I don't have to cater to you in that way I can cater to you after five you know and then fast forward here we are in 2009 when world, world started colliding and we started meeting and you know seeing each other and doing things women stepped up their game even higher than like I just said this Anjali type of uh, commercial here and stuff like that and women's lip women started to step up their game so men are really like wait a minute what's going on here these girls are going wild so fast forward into like 2018, 19, and 20, you started getting these gurus and, you know, they call them hoteps. These hoteps and stuff that started forming and, you know, calling their red pill man, the blue pill man. And they started forming these groups, you know, to kind of, you know, put women back in their place. 
with the words that they speak and the things that they say, the names that they call them and everything else. So when that stuff started to happen, women stepped up their game even more like, you know what? Y'all some sucker ass motherfuckers. We don't have to do what you say. We don't have to listen to you talk to us like this. We don't have to do. So it's like a clash of the sexes, a battle of the sexes right now. So when you're talking about a song like Cater to You in 2020 and 21, considering the fact like right now I'm looking at the Wikipedia on this and it says Cater to You released June 14, 2005. Honey, a lot has happened since June 14, 2005. So when you're talking about a song called Cater to You, and when you're looking at the state of the world today, when you're having, I'm not going to mention his name on the podcast or anything right now, but um, when you have certain gurus and these red pill men, men and these blue pill men and all these groups that are, you know, helping helping these men lick their wounds for all these girls gaining this independence and really kind of taking it to the hilt, then it's like you are you are asking for trouble. You asked for trouble. You started a war and now there's a battle that's never ending like the battle of Troy nothing is going to end here nothing's going to happen here it's just going to be a constant battle of the sexes and that's what's going on right now so if you're talking about a song like cater to you where you have all these lyrics and you know like I said I would love to read all the lyrics but I can't do it and you can just listen to the song yourself but um when you're talking about a song called cater to you in 2021 that's a problem because a lot of women feel don't feel as protected by men as they once did. They don't feel as loved and as adored and as cherished and as 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 tender, uh, uh, treated tenderly like the way men are supposed to do women. And men don't. A lot of men don't feel that way towards a lot of us women because subconsciously they feel kind of powerless um when women are out here getting it on and doing their own thing and you know showing that they can do it on their own with or without them so when you have these groups of men the, that call themselves a red pill men and a blue pill men and stuff like this you know giving audience to these i mean uh, um i'm not going to say giving audience yeah giving audience to these people these guys that are licking their wounds then it's like you know they feel safe in these little sectors of the world where these men are like, you know, fuck those women. You know, that shit. And they, they got these guys on the Internet and they're talking all this stuff. And this stuff is getting to women's hearts because regardless of what you see on the Internet and regardless of how women are taking control of their images and what they're doing and what and what they're saying and what they're singing about or rapping about or talking about or doing on the Internet. A woman still wants to be cared for. A woman still wants to be loved. A woman still wants to be treated tenderly. A woman still wants that. But at this point in the game, if we if you if you look on the internet, the way things are going on the internet, on social media, it's looking like we are worlds apart when it comes for, for uh, to that kind of care and concern and tenderness the way that we want to feel and it it looks like we're worlds apart where it looks like from a man's point of view we don't want that we can do it on our own well that's not true one thing about a woman when she feels secure and when she feels cared for and loved and treated right and not lied to and catered to she is cooperative I don't care how much money she has and I don't care how much independence she has. I don't care how independent she looks or seems. 
When a woman is given a certain amount of attention that's consistent and good and genuine and true, and when she feels like she is catered to, like the lyrics of this song, because <clears throat> a woman should be catered to the way Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle are singing about a man. See, the problem is they were singing these lyrics to a man back in 2005 and it was kind of okay then because you know I mean it's nothing wrong with catering to your man no one talked about it then but it's a problem in 2021 because actually these the the content of the lyrics of the the content of the of the song the lyrics of the song is something that a woman wants to feel and whether we all want to admit it or not when you, oh, so I, I do want to interject this because I, there are male groups, like I said, the red, red and pill, red, red pill and blue pill men. There are women who guard, safeguard that pick me word. So it's like when you have certain groups of girls who still want to be loved and still are out here looking for love or still out here feeling that nothing's wrong with the cater to you lyrics, then you have those groups of girls like, you ain't nothing but a pick me. So it, you got that group of people safeguarding a woman wanting love from a man or catering to a man the way these lyrics are. So when you have those two worlds just colliding like that, like who the fuck's going to win? Or when is this thing going to end? That's the problem here. So I'm going to wrap this up by saying until the lyrics of cater to you is something that a man exhibits to a woman the way a woman wants to feel. A woman wants everything that the song is saying. And a woman wants to also be able to feel safe in giving these things to the right man. Once those two things happen, then the word pick me is just something that won't exist. And this word red pill, blue pill, and all these, these, these men giving audience to these men and helping them lick their wounds and running out here like warriors against women. All that, until all that subsides, the, the Cater to You song is a blast from the past. It's just a good song from three pretty girls that sang the shit out of it. But if you're walking around here catering to a man like the lyrics of those songs... Then the girls who safeguard and gateguard that pick me word are going to call you a pick me because a lot of men, per what we see on the Internet and out here in the world, are not worthy of that kind of being catered to. But a woman doesn't a woman has not lost the ability to cater to a man the way those lyrics says. And unfortunately, they feel that men have lost the ability to cater to a woman. The way that those lyrics said. So basically this this podcast is not going to end with anybody being a winner. No different than any of us are winning in this game out here. So at some point we just have to decide. Is it safe to cater to you this way? Are you worthy of me catering to you in this way? And that's a thought and an act that has to happen from the male point of view as well from the, as well as from the female point of view. So there are no winners. There are no rights and there are no wrongs.
But we all have the human need to want to be loved and desired. And to we fantasize about being able to cater to a woman that we love deeply like those lyrics. And a woman fantasize, definitely fantasizes about wanting to cater to a man like that and feel that herself. So I hope that explains it all. And I hope that this podcast can get us all to thinking that there are no winners. At some point, we got to cut the bullshit. And somebody has to stop and trust somebody. And somebody has to be consistent with somebody. And somebody has to allow, allow somebody to be themselves. And allow somebody to give and receive that kind of love that Cater to You says both ways. So thank you.